0: listening to hurt at sports radio yeah the player's careers always come first you know that's maybe different here than other places but that's why I think most guys will appreciate that in the long run. Um, and we have, like I said, like, I hope you guys see, like, what I say I really mean. Like, I told you we have some good guys that are registering, like James Williams. I, I wasn't lying, right? Like, we've got some good players just sitting there waiting their turns. You know, Quinton Eyes got in last game. Well, I, mean, I was hoping for a bigger role. Only got, like, a player, you know, player two. But Quinton's ready to go. But, you know, my plan is, if we can, to redshirt guys, this might affect Jaden Doss, depending on how fast Billy comes back, because Jaden's now played in two games, but I think Jaden's going to play play. So if you're going to go out there and play 50, 60 snaps, then to me it's, you know, it's worth playing in five or six games, seven games. Um, yeah, so, but, but I'm not going to use a guy up for, you know, 10 plays and use a whole year up on him. I'm going to do my best. So each guy's unique, each guy's different. Um, on the offensive line, we have some really good young O-linemen that we've been redshirting, you know, and Sam Sledge and Gunnar Gatula. Gunnar was there with us in the spring. Gunnar can play. And so those guys are coming up on, hey, they've got four games, so they'll be ready in the jumbo tight end and the field goal team. Uh, Jacob Hood um, is back and been playing. Tyler Kanak we brought in. So those guys, you know, those guys have really come along. And again, you know, when we got here and, and, and Coach uh, Coach Osborne and Coach Solish, and those guys talked about, you know, the two platoon practices and all that, which we've done some of in the past, just doing a little bit more of it. I think it's gonna pay off right now for us.
1: Welcome back. We're halfway through the show here on Hernat Sports Radio. I'm ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here as well. Uh he just named a bunch of guys there that I totally forgot existed. Like, Jacob Hood is one where we talked a lot about kind of coming into the year, and then he was banged up, and then it's like, oh, yeah, Jacob uh-huh. Hood's on the team. Yep. So uh, good to hear that he's back. So there's, there's maybe a little more Georgia depth. Find. Yeah, he was, he was a, a Georgia transfer. Um, like half the transfers that Nebraska seemed to get. <laughs> I mean, half of them were for the, from the SEC legitimately. I, I counted at one point, and they, they brought in, I think, half of their transfer classes from the SEC, which I like. Uh, but, yeah, he was a, he, was, he went to Georgia – um, had offers from a lot of the places you would want to have offers from in that part of the country, and uh, yeah, so that's a that's a good little bit of depth there that create that that Nebraska has. Sorry, I was on Twitter. The uh, Big East polls just came out for preseason uh, polls and uh, preseason all-conference and stuff for the Big E, so I I had a little Creighton on the mind there. But uh, Jacob Hood, yeah, that's a guy that I I legitimately forgot that he was on the Mm -hmm. roster, and he's the guy we talked about a ton in in kind of July and August. So uh, hopefully they've got – I think they probably have enough enough depth there. It's probably a bunch of guys that maybe they weren't wanting to have to play. But Coach Rule talked about this too. You know, he did this at the other spots – Temple and Baylor and kind of he went really young, really early and kind of let them go through their growing pains. And obviously he was forced into it here with injuries and he kind of made it sound like he wasn't forced into it at the other places, but he kind of was too because the older guys weren't bought in at the other places. So his hand was forced there too, just in a different way. Mm -hmm. And especially with a guy like Matt Rule where Buy-in is probably the most important thing you can bring to the table, like buy-in, which to me includes like effort and and consistency and things like that and doing the things you're asked of or that, that are asked of you. And so really his hand was forced at Baylor and Temple, too, because I bet if he had older guys on the roster that were bought in, he probably wouldn't have done what he did at those places and kind of started from ground zero. The fact that he's got buy-in at Nebraska from the older guys, which I genuinely believe he does. You just look at the way these guys play, and I think it's hard to argue anything but that. Um, and he's been forced into it for different reasons here, right? But both situations, or all three situations, kind of had his hand forced into playing some guys that probably weren't ready to see the field, but, you know, there's sometimes there's only one way to get ready, and that's to just be thrown in the fire. Um, hopefully, hopefully the offensive line can... Uh, You know, I'm going to mix metaphors here, but learn how to swim, right? Like, they're in a sink or swim situation here. Mm -hmm. The offensive line is the one that concerns me the most. That's the question mark moving forward. Because that's the one group that had mostly remained intact until this week, and now all of a sudden you've got some pretty major issues there. Like I said, 60% of your line is going to be gone this week at least and the next couple weeks, um, 40% gone for the season. Uh, so we'll see what that looks like, and we'll see if they've done as good of a job on the offensive line in developing and getting guys ready as they have on the defensive line. It's a little more natural to rotate guys in on the defensive line, so that kind of would explain part of why we haven't seen as many guys mm-hmm. run through, but I don't know. I'm a little nervous.
2: I think this is a huge moment for Donny Rayola, though. Absolutely. Because this is a coach that you retained mm-hmm. because – you felt he was the only one that matched the vision moving forward. Yeah, you liked what he brought to the table, and you liked where his head was at. So this is kind of – you mentioned sink or swim with the O-line. This could be sink or swim with Donovan Rayola, too. Sure. Because if he swims, which is the expectation, it reaffirms everything about what Matt Rule has done since he's gotten here. Yeah, it's a proof of concept moment for the coaching staff, right? Because you mentioned the reputation at at Baylor and at Temple, Mm -hmm. but especially at Baylor when they – went with the with the young guys for buy-in purposes like at Baylor buy-in probably would have been more with mm-hmm. with the older guys in the room if they had older guys in right. the right everybody left that scandal yeah everybody left but the expectation was still the same mm-hmm. the expectation was if you're going to play here you are going to operate my way yeah not your way It's my way or the highway. meet the standard. And that's what he did when he got to Nebraska too. But the big thing was he kept Donovan Rayola on the staff. Mm -hmm. He kept nobody else, but he kept him for a reason. This is where he will shine, or this is his moment to shine and to tell the whole world this is why I was the one that deserved to stay. Mm -hmm. Not just because I can reiterate everything Coach Rule wants out of me and this team, but it's because – I created I, – our line was better than people gave us credit for last year, and I was able to create an idea of what once was a good O-line and bring it back to
1: fruition. Yeah, and to create depth in a, in a position group where people actively questioned – how many guys that were even good enough to play as starters, much less um, have any sort of rotational. And it also depth.
2: shows the development that Donnie Rayle is putting in with these young guys too, yeah. because if they step up and are productive, mm-hmm. what does that do for his so-called future at Nebraska? Mm-hmm. It means he's never going to be a one and done, a two and done, a three and done. He's going to be somebody that stays in that room for as long as he wants, to for as long as he wants, yep. as long as Matt Rule is the head coach. Mm-hmm.
1: And it. It also is kind of a, for me, it's a proof-of-concept moment for the strength and conditioning staff and Corey Campbell as well, right? Because we've already seen that on the defensive side of the ball where he's gotten true freshmen ready to play in a position that's really hard to get true freshmen ready to play, and they have looked great. Um, that's the question now with some of these offensive linemen, right? Because Nebraska's had big bodies, right? Jacob Hood's another one of them, 6'8", 340, 350, whatever he is, and huge guy. Teddy Perhoska, 6'10 now, which is borderline just too damn big to play, to play football, if we're being honest here, right? I think he was 6'8 when he was recruited, and he just kept growing, and that makes his life a little bit more difficult. How has the strength and conditioning staff not just gotten these guys bigger, stronger, faster, but how can they move? Do they move in a way – that allows them to be successful on the offensive line. Because it's the movement that's been the issue, not really the size. Have they not always been strong enough? Sure. But they've had big bodies the whole time. Can they move well enough? Can these guys move well? Can Henry Litovsky move well enough? Can Teddy Prochaska move well enough? Can Jacob Hood and Justin Zevin Jenkins and all these guys, can they move well enough to execute some of the – that's one thing in the offensive linemen in an, in when you're running options and things like that. Those guys got to be able to move.
2: Mm-hmm. The personnel, the outside personnel from coaches mm-hmm. um, um, to, to like what you're talking about with the strength staff and the nutritionists and things like that, they're going to be the MVPs in this moment. Mm-hmm. Because right now we're going to find out if they've done enough with those that haven't been playing to get them in, in physical performing mm-hmm. shape. Yeah. It's up to the coaches to get the steps right with mm-hmm. these guys. It's up to the coaches to teach the movements. Yeah. But what, what do you need more than anything is to be physically able to perform, Yeah. one, and physically able to match up against your opponent. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to get beat physically because Matt Rule teams are physical. Mm-hmm. They are meant to bruise you up. But if you bring in guys that aren't fitting that mold – If you bring in guys that get beat up and don't do the beating, then it's going to be telling of not, uh, those that are either, you know, planning the meals, Mm -hmm. those that are, you know, planning the workouts, they're going to be the ones that may need to step up their game and, and get these guys physically ready to perform at a moment's notice. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And if you want to perform, at the sports book, go over to Warhorse Sportsbook. And casino. I do have to get out there. You need to I get have to out cash there. Cash in some winning tickets, baby. You got some winners? Let's go. Cash in some winners. Mm-hmm. We are uh, brought to you by Warhorse Sportsbook. They're the best place in Nebraska to place your sports bets. You got to be in person to do it, but you can do it from your kiosk, from a sports book teller, or if you are in person, you can use the QR codes and scan from the app to place your wagers as well in person. Warhorse Sportsbook, no bets, no glory. Coming up next, we will talk some Wisconsin football here on Herd at Sports Radio.